Okay, so I feel that the Lord has just given me a message to kind of bring different things into perspective. So in 2020, I saw a vision of myself. I was thin. I looked like I was glowing. It was a white light behind me, and I was wearing a cross chain. My hair was long, and it was down, and it looked like it may have been like, it was straight. Um, I saw this vision of myself holding a baby, and I was thanking God for this baby. But something had told me that that wasn't, that wasn't really my future. So, since the beginning of this process, I've been offered children. I remember... And I was going through this process and I was suffering and in pain. What had happened was um, someone came to me and said, I wasn't able to, you know, get that. But you would be able to get a child. You know, you would be able, you may be able to actually have that or get or obtain that. I didn't want it. You know, it was a child in, in the kingdom of Satan. It was a witchcraft child, witchcraft baby. I didn't want it. I fought. Later on, throughout this fight, when I was, like, fasting, but I was just trying to get up, fighting to get up, too weak to get up, um, I heard something concerning, like, darkness, right, left, and when I'm, and, um, and, um, you know, I believe that that means, like, don't let your right hand know what your left is doing the bible says don't let the right hand know what your left is doing the power of life is death the power of life and death is in the in the tongue and more recently you know more information concerning these things throughout this process it's like they're telling me leviathan is eating your eggs leviathan is eating your babies i remember in this process there was i was saying what do you want from me and they were like your eggs and so um what it feels like is being revealed lately that feels like I think somehow death is somehow trying to offer me some sort of deal or open some open up some sort of door where he is, you know, offering me a child, you know, in exchange for, you know, like he wants me to sell sell my soul over to him for a child and, you know, he's kind of offering me a way out or something of, of that nature. Maybe concerning, you know, I don't know, maybe he's what he's saying is that I won't be able to bear children, you know, by the end of this process, which, of course, you know, I leave that up to God. That is not true. Throughout this process, I've heard death cry multiple times, you know, because he wants to be worshipped like God. And I would tell him, no, I'd rather die. I'd rather die than ever take a deal with you. I choose God. I will always worship God unconditionally, even if it leads me to death. And he would cry, I want to be worshipped like that. I want her to worship me like that. But, um, no way. But anyways, you know, he's offering me a deal. It seems as it seems as if he may be trying to offer me a deal or a doorway out of this, you know, a deal to sell my child over. And that's probably why, why the conversation was brought up with the alternate destiny concerning the child NBA player. You know, he wants me to, you know, of course, back out of my destiny, sell my soul over to him. And then later on, he will have dominion over my child's life. Um, I think that may be something, I think that may be similar to Dirk's situation, if I'm not mistaken, but I may be mistaken. Now, 
of course, you know, Dirk, he is, you know, believing he is a friend of death. He's hanging around death. He's oftentimes in the environment of death. Lately, I have been as well trying to, you know, see, you know, what it was that the Lord may have been, you know, speaking to me concerning, you know, Dirk. And I think I remember a conversation was like, when you want to get your revenge, you know, you come to me or something like that. Like, I have a plan, you know, I'm an evil genius, different things concerning that. And I think that what they're trying to say is that they will have given me a deal with death so that I can have a child. And when I have this child, this child will become this rich NBA player to have replaced LeBron in the NBA and, of course, be, I believe, a billionaire. I think his money will have gone to my child. But the thing, the thing about that is I would never... I would never, I would never give my child to death. He does. He is not. A, he is not a friend of God. He is not a friend of mine. He is at odds with the Lord. He oftentimes is working and actively working against God. He doesn't care about me. Why would he ever care about my child? And that is not a way out. That's absolutely opposite of a way out. That's exactly everything that I've been fighting and trying to avoid this entire time. That is not a deal. So, um, absolutely no deal, but I'm watching Victoria Orenze and before I get on there, I can, I asked the Lord about her and he's saying, you know, I can hear Satan bragging about how he uses her sometimes, but I can hear the Lord saying, you know, stay confident in me and ignore Satan and you, and I will, I will, you will have word and listen out for a word from her, from me, know the difference. So Satan starts to try and speak through you know, Victoria Orenze as well as the angel of death. And this is when I hear her saying, you know, I can hear the angel of death saying, baby, you can have a child and you will be pregnant and this, things like that. And I saw him say, show babies hanging on the chain. Like, you know, you know, they are wearing your children because this Leviathan, he is, you know, feasting on your eggs and they have a lot of, you know, they have a lot to do with that. They have a lot you know, they are playing a big part in draining you of your power and, you know, using your power, manipulating it. And so they're wearing your on your babies on a chain. They went and got a new chain, you know, based off of the money that they had gotten from, you know, contributing to Leviathan eating your eggs, you know, which is, you know, also, you know, played a part because I realized that my sister, she's a snake and once I, you know, came in this environment, I had noticed that, you know, it's just the lead snake is here. I was in a snake pit. There were different things concerning that. Um, the Unfortunately, I can never be that selfish. Even, you know, concerning my child, how could I ever do my child like that? You know, they, they would be innocent in the entire situation. But not only that, also, you know, there is a conversation, you know, concerning, you know, genocide and a continuance of it. So if I would have sold my soul to death in order for to have a child, well, what happened was, you know, my child being a star NBA player would be, you know, the continuance of genocide. Of course, the, him, not, him not understanding the situation he was born into, death would have a dominion over his life. And I'm pretty sure that means that I would have died in childbirth because I didn't see that my child had known me. And 
you know, that may have been the future that they were trying to show me. And the future that, of course, I had I had not accepted because I didn't believe that that was of, of God completely. I believe that the Lord has a different destiny for me and they're trying to keep me from it. You know, of course, the destiny to be, you know, in a higher position as a woman, you know, being the voice of God, you know, over my people. And I believe that if I was to take this deal with death, what it would be is committing genocide knowingly. It would be knowingly committing genocide. So that has been, you know, an active plan of the different individuals around me. You know, it's a lot of people who are somehow, you know, coming into agreement on that. Like, yes, we'll we'll agree with that. If you can get her to sell her child, then we'll hand over, you know, LeBron, LeBron's billion dollars. And then, you know, he'll be a star and be a player of different things concerning those things. Of course, I will be tortured for the entirety of my child's life in order to you know, see to it that his destiny, I would have to sacrifice my destiny for his. And the fact of the matter is that, as I've said, it's committing genocide, it's continuance of genocide. So the whole NBA, you know, sports, propaganda, um, music industry thing as a whole, it's genocide because what it does is encourages our children that that is the only way possibly that they can make it out of their situations you know, that they can't make it out of their situations unless they become a star ball player or a rapper or a singer, some sort of famous person is absolutely untrue. There are a lot of pastors that are needed in our communities. There are a lot of doctors needed in our communities, lawyers, teachers, etc. You don't have to be famous and rich. And so it's leading a lot of our children down the drain, you know, taking their souls down to hell of course that is the continuance of committing genocide knowingly committing it so that's what you know the deal they're trying to offer me of course um i'm not that eager so eager to have children that you know i would take that deal you know of course i've always wanted to have children i always dreamed of having children and being married and being happy but never that, never, never that way. And of course, you know, so I'm watching this live, you know, you know, this live sermon from Victoria Arenze. And she's saying, um, this time next year, you will be holding your baby. And I know that she is literally, you know, coming, in, not coming into agreement, but she's maybe, she's maybe possibly being used by death. Cause I can hear him speaking this to me. And then it's amazing to, cause of like a week ago, I sort of was told that, you know, um, throughout these next, I don't know, how, I don't know how long it lasts, but over these next, you know, period of time, weeks, or however, I would have been given small words, but the Lord had already exposed that these things are already things that you have found out through me, but they have just been fighting you so hard to keep you from actually knowing this information. So the only thing that they're doing is allowing you to know it which is really what they're doing is just only lifting their hand a little bit on the situation, the heavy hand that they have had on you, trying to keep you from your destiny in life. So they will be releasing small bits of information, you know, ex- you know, pretending or imitating as if they are the Lord giving you these words. And it's just to buy them time. It's just to buy them time. They wanted this to go on for at least, um, you know, two or three for at least two or three more years and of course I can hear the different individuals that were involved in this situation speaking of this speaking of this as if you know you know this is actually going to happen or just like you know 
just just surrounding this situation concerning this you know they are way too close to me than they're that they're usually not uh, you know able to even be around me they're they're way closer than they're even they're ever usually able to even be because I'm usually fighting them vigorously but I've been I haven't been as bold as I should be and I had gotten that word a couple times too as well but concerning that absolutely not as I've said the Lord has sent me here to free millions of people from the control of this demon which and that will happen that will happen period point blank there's no other way around that I wouldn't know about the child thing I wouldn't know if I'll actually ever have children but what I do know is in coming agreeance in coming into agreeance with the Lord what you understand is that we are all his children and so I know that I'll have save millions of babies in a way I can say that I've had millions of children that being said I don't need to literally sell my soul over for a baby in my hand not only that it feels that in the last couple of weeks different things have been exposed I was watching Peniel Eternal's page this woman got on there and spoke about how there were it was different witchcraft in her family different things she was a slave of the family she had a calling on her life the Lord exposed that she was spiritually married to her brother who was the spiritual high priest of her family and that they were you know cursed to have babies out of wedlock which is why she was urged to continue to have children she was urged to have children out of wedlock by her mother she brought it up to her mother her mother said she didn't know anything about you know she didn't care she didn't know anything about that relationship concerning her and her brother because she had become she had come into a spiritual marriage with her brother because one day she asked him could she use his last name because she loved his last name. You know, you don't think of things like that concerning your family that you would actually have come into a spiritual marriage with your family member because of small things like that. She was deeply pained by these things. Of course the Lord knows that is wrong, but you have to count on him, you have to depend on him. You can't get you can't get, you know, impatient you can't get you can't start to have fear you know I, in the beginning of this I kept hearing that death say I want her to fear me I want her to fear me and I don't fear death I don't fear death I don't fear you know um Satan I don't fear anyone but the Lord and he wants to steal my power so of course that would be a direct transfer of my power into this child's destiny which of course he would have dominion and control over so he would pretty much be stealing my power absolutely not you know he did show me where we were where we would possibly land I, I remember this conversation was actually surrounding this as well like I kept hearing you're in the middle you're in the middle and I kept hearing right and left and I was saying like I was thinking like am I in the middle meaning like I'm in the middle between good and bad is that what they're saying? But no, he meant like in the middle, like powers is right in the middle of the angels on the levels. He's the minions. He's right above me. He's only that much, that much stronger than me. If the Lord rules in my favor, I can beat him. But, you know, concerning these things, you know, the way to beat death is to never let your right hand know what your left is doing. That's what the Lord was saying. He wasn't saying right and left, meaning you're in the middle. And I thought that he was also even saying right or left. My right side is the light and my left side is the dark. That's what I thought he was saying. Like half of me is darkness. But he wasn't saying that. What he was saying is don't let your right hand know what your left is doing. 
And maybe that is, you know, maybe a word concerning like sometimes death is on, you know, a half of you. Death is, you know, he's 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 giving power or manipulating power of half of you, which is why you cannot know let your right hand know what your left is doing, because whatever side he is on, you need to not have warrant like just don't plant make plans, you know be able that's the only way to beat him i haven't been able to master that yet so throughout this process i haven't been able to master not letting my right hand know my left is doing but i knew that it would have come into play and it would have been very difficult because how hard it was to get to this place now i'm extremely tired and overwhelmed and it's pop it's possibly going to take that much more in order for me to have learned this and that's still not it there's still so much more this is not even the end of the road for me so this is going to be very 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 difficult so that's why they're saying he's offering me some sort of door he's he's offering me some sort of way out in order to not have to complete or continue on with this you know very difficult process of pain and suffering and hard work and you know of course, you know, attacks of my family, attacks of everyone around me, everything I will have to go through in the process. So maybe what this is actually doing is bringing into perspective what I need to be preparing for, what I will have to fight. I have the Lord, so I have nothing to fear. But of course, you know, I'm deeply saddened at, I'm deeply saddened at, you know, all that I have to endure in order to get to this victory, but I will be victorious in the name of Jesus. I won't take any deals because what that will be doing is sacrificing these millions of people. If I was to if I was to bow out now, what would happen is these millions of people would be left in under the wicked rule of this demon witch, which will never happen because if the Lord says that she is going to be defeated in Jesus' name, she will be killed by me. That's what's gonna happen. There's nothing that can happen that will be that can avoid that. As soon as, you know, it would even seem as if I would take some sort of deal or even go in that direction, the Lord would of course block that because he has plans. And no one can stop the Lord's plans. So I would just have to endure whatever comes with that. Of course, it's going to look like I am, you know, challenging him and accepting this challenge to fight him or whatever. I'd rather do that. But I can see that they have been planning this for months. Because months ago, I had a vision and I was at this place, this photo shoot. My sister was there and it was just so much darkness surrounding i'm pretty sure death may have been there all i know is that um i wanted to you know participate and i wanted to style but it was like there were so many different things fighting me and then that's when um that's when i i went and i sat down because i was i was tired of fighting these things i was you know heartbroken by how i couldn't ever you know thrive. I can't thrive. There's so many different things fighting me. I saw Sierra. She cut something. She cut through something for a second and she's like, like, shut him up. She like, shut him up. But all I know is I was sitting down. I saw my brother crying again in my face and then it was like a shut up type thing. So maybe there's something even concerning my brother with death. Maybe he has some sort of contract or deal concerning death because it seems as he's played a big part in, in play concerning these last few weeks. It feels as if death even wants to somehow keep him in power. And that's the deal that he has with my 
excuse me, that's the deal he has with my brother to keep him as a spiritual high priest of the family, being married to all the women in the family who have children out of wedlock, you know, and he gets to steal their power, use it as he please, and enslave more and more and more. I would never bring a child into that situation. And that's somehow supposed to be the deal to have a child, you know, with death, you know. But um, the fact of the matter is, um, maybe this has happened, you know, with a lot of different individuals surrounding the situation concerning these things. I wouldn't want this to happen for me or to me. Because, you know, I'm just, I'm I'm called, I'm called, you know, why would I, you know, knowing that he's not even much more than I am and not even that, not, not, that's not even all. He's a fallen angel. He's going into the bottomless pit. So why would I let him take my child with him or me? Because of course I will be going if of course I ever came into agreement with him, choosing him over God. Absolutely not have an opportunity to make it out of this. And no matter how hard it is, it's worth it. Even though oftentimes it feels so unfair that the Lord is allowing me to fight a lot of these battles. You know, never on my own, but just like they're so unfair. It's so unfair the way I'm treated. I'm treated this way because I am a woman. I'm treated this way because a lot of men can't stand to see me standing in the power that the Lord has given me. They steal from me. They take credit for all my hard work. I suffer in vain. And, you know, I know that there's so much more I should be doing. And so at the end of the day, I have to take responsibility for, you know, laziness and, you know, irresponsibility, unaccountability. But overall, what I understand is that I have never worshipped anyone but God. And so, you know, there was a conversation concerning being a virgin, a virgin to my faith, because I've never knowingly worshipped anyone but the Lord. And so they're trying to steal my virginity. This is something that they have been talking about for a while. Last night it was even talked about, it was conversated right in front of me. I usually don't even allow these conversations to happen around me because it's a complete, you know, it's offensive. It's complete disrespect to my salvation, to my, you know, presence with the Lord. I know that the Lord does not approve of these conversations, the wickedness concerning these things, but they are talking about taking my virginity, and that's what they're trying to do, to take my virginity. And, you know, they will never have my virginity because the prophecy would have stated that I would have kept it. They will never have taken my virginity, ever, period. I mean, the prophecy didn't state that per se, but I do know that the future version of myself that I had seen transformed and, you know, the woman of God that I had, always dreamed of being was still a virgin so I don't know if you can get that back but I do know that I had it so if you can't get that back they never take they never they never taken it but it is bringing into perspective how you know he does exert power over the children of God and it, and when it comes down to it, his ability to do that you know it's not because God is weak but because we are we're weakened by sin and so we you know it take it 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 brings into perspective how much of how much of my fault it would have been if of course I, you know, weak I was weakened enough to even hear these conversations or be offered these kind of things. He should be nowhere around me. He should know better than to even talk to me. He should know better than to even make plans concerning my virginity. Excuse me, but this is what I'm going through and overall, you know, of course it would never have happened. You know, regardless of anything, regardless of how it looks, regardless of how the conversation looks, 
you know, the Lord never tells a lie. He always tells the truth. And if he says this demon witch is going to be killed by me, that's what's going to happen. There is no alternate version of events. And so, you know, with these offers, you know, they're sick to me. But I guess at the end of the day, what it comes down to is that the Lord, you know, he's placed enough power in me to overcome it all. And yes, it will have been difficult. And yes, I will have felt like I will die. And maybe that's where death comes into play, because maybe this is why he's here right now. Somehow, you know, pretending as if he's offering me a way out of this when really it's him who needs the way out of this, because we're about to be raptured soon. He knows he's going to the bottom of his pit. You are not giving me a way out. You are trying to get yourself a way out. It's not happening. So, you know, these things are interesting because, you know, the prophecy states that I will have started to begin to believe that I will lose and I will start to, you know, lose. And I will even believe that I'm going to die and I will have almost died. But that's right before I get up and I kill this demon witch. So the thing with almost dying, of course, that means that death is almost going to take me. So he's going to be fighting on behalf of this demon, which he's going to be fighting, you know, me and she's possibly going to be using him because if I'm fighting her and death is attacking me, that means she's using death. And of course, I had already known that since I got here, I'm like, she can use you too. She's using you. She's using everybody around here. So of course, you know, that doesn't mean that, you know, I know I can beat death. The Lord has been saying that. The Lord has been saying that since I got here. You can beat him. You actually can beat death. You know. And of course if the demon witch is using death. She can beat him too. So what it means is. You know. I will have killed her. And. You know. Which means my power is greater than the both of them. So this will be that one situation that that one of those circumstances concerning powers and dominions where powers is stronger than demands. And that may account for a lot of the, you know, a lot of the trouble I've been going through being a woman and being stronger than men. That is something I haven't stopped hearing for the past few weeks. You know, they can't stand that you're a woman and you're stronger than them. They don't believe that a, a woman should be stronger than a man. And that's why they're all working against you and different things like that. So that's why that's the thing concerning this. He can't stand that powers. A woman is stronger than dominions, which is supposed to be above me. But I have, but the Lord has placed more power in me to overcome dominions because, <laughs> excuse me, the fact of the matter is that dominions. You know, though they are, you know, on, they are on, you know, they are above powers. They are on the, on the ladder of, you know, angels. This particular dominion is deceptive to the Lord's people. So that may play a big part in why I've been, you know, the power that the Lord has placed in me is greater because he is trying to deceive the Lord's people. Into the into hell to to uh, accompany him in the bottomless pit. See, angel of death is a fallen angel, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, but I may be mistaken because I cannot forget this conversation that happened, you know, months ago, where I encountered death. And the Bible said that in the last days we will wish for death, and he will flee from us. Death was using my brother. 
he possessed my my younger brother. So throughout this process, when I am exposing everything that I'm doing and it seems as if I cannot stop screaming out everything that I'm doing, I have to fight extremely hard to keep from telling everything that I'm doing when I am working on behalf of the Lord. And I was wondering what that was. Everyone kept saying, that's your brother. That's your brother. He just don't quit. No, it's actually death. Death possesses my brother. He's using my brother in order to keep me from fighting him and beating him and not letting my right hand know what my left is doing. He's keeping me from doing that. So I knew that that had to happen in order for me to overcome the situation. So possibly that won't happen until I feel as if I'm actually going to die. But then I get up and I kill this demon witch in a short period of time. So... That being said, you know, um, the Lord said it was a short time. It was going to be a while that I was winning. Then for a short time, I was going to be, I was going to feel that I was going to start to lose and I was going to feel that I was losing because, because, you know, you believe what you Whatever you believe is what comes to pass. The power of life and death is in the tongue. So, you know, he has possibly been gaining power over me for me believing that I'm losing. So then I start to lose and then I believe that I'm going to die. And right before I die, I, I rise up. I kill this demon witch in an even shorter time. So for a short time, I lose. And then in an even shorter time, I rise up and I kill this witch. I don't know what these, you know, what is actually the time period concerning these times. You know, what's a short time and a shorter time? I don't know. Who knows? That could be, you know, four or five years to God because only a thousand years is a day in heaven. You know, the Lord has only been in heaven two days. So what does he really mean by a short time? You never know how long that that period of time actually is to God. That could be, you know, five to ten years. That could be five to ten months. That could be five to ten hours. You really don't know. It's not really clear. But what I do know is that um, overall, he will, they will not have won. So regardless of the conversation, however they are feeling about my destiny or anything concerning it, they know that the Lord is the truth and he never tells a lie. So they know to expect that outcome, period, point blank. And I know that it may not look good for me right now, or maybe they're laughing and, you know, feeling as if they have some sort of advantage over me. But the fact of the matter is that they know that that prophecy will be fulfilled exactly how the Lord stated it, period, point blank. So any conversation concerning any deals or anything of that nature, a magnitude will, of course, you know, is, is, of course, you know, you know, maybe it's part of the prophecy, but it's just a small thing concerning it because it will not have ever stood or stand. She's not getting out of this. He's not getting out of this. Satan's not getting out of their fate in a bottomless pit, period. That's just what it is. So I will claim victory in the Lord because he has already spoken it over my life. And, you know, as far as him using these preachers, anyone that I use in order to motivate me, it's just another, you know, indication that, of course, right now, all I need is Jesus Christ. I cannot depend on a word from from these preachers. I cannot depend on a um, gospel song right now. I cannot depend on a gospel 
any of these different individuals because the fact of the matter is the Lord has already warned me concerning that as well. And he has said that you cannot use these different things in order to get you in the presence of the Lord because what you'll find is that, you know, their walk with me is different. You have to, you know, base it off of your own relationship with me. So it's better for you to even just make your own music. And, as, you know, you have Jesus Christ himself. What more would you ever need? You don't need a word from a preacher. You don't need any of those prophetic words. You don't need any of those things. You have everything you need in me. You need to focus on me and not the battle. And so I understand that. I understand that a lot of things that I'm doing right now is a waste of my time. But, you know, concerning the man versus woman thing, you know, it's kind of hard for me to even believe that that even matters, you know, concerning, you know, God's kingdom and where we stand as far as power. Because though it shows that the millions are usually men, you know, and powers are usually women, I guess. I'm not quite, you know, confident that that's how it remains 100%. I'm sure that there can be a woman dominion and a man power. If I'm not mistaken, maybe that is where LeBron is. Like, I think maybe he may be a, a man that is powers, if I'm not mistaken. But I may be mistaken. And then as far as dominions, there may be a woman that is dominions, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, I may be mistaken, but, you know. Concerning these things, you know, it really comes down to the fact that God has already spoken the truth over my life. And this is how the prophecy is to be fulfilled. And these dominions, these powers, these angels, these fallen angels, these dark spirits, these people where they are using whoever concerning these things that are going on, they are fully aware of this prophecy and the fulfillment of it. So with that being said, you know, um... I don't have to worry about them actually truly believing I will ever have taken anything from them. Of course, this is part of the battle. The battle is to overcome every temptation that is offered, to overcome all of it, and to beat them. And the Lord says that I will. He's spoken over my life. He has me covered. I'll be okay. I just have to get up, and I have to do this. I I can't. There's no easy way out of this. I have to, you know, be obedient to God. I have to get it done. I have to make it happen because... Concerning these things, you know, of course, as I've said, the Lord has me covered. I have to do it, though. He said the Lord showed me him putting his foot down, saying, you have to do this. You have to do this. Like, I always spoil you. I always give in to you. Every single time when it comes down to things, I let you have your way. I'll, you know, I'll give in to, you know, your request. But this time, no, I'm putting my foot down. You have to do this. So I'll have to get up and I'll have to overcome laziness. The Bible says that laziness will result in hard labor. And I can see that that is what's happening in my life. I've been lazy for the past seven to ten years. So the Lord is forcing me to get up and break this laziness. You know, even though it has been a spirit. I remember since I was a child, everyone would say, you are slow. You are lazy. You are a quitter. The Lord would say, you are none of those things. So, you know, concerning this, this is a spirit that has been holding me down and hindering me for my entire life. And it has to be beat. And it will be in the process of the fulfillment of this assignment on my life. So, upon the completion, of course, I will have entered the kingdom of heaven. That's what the Lord said to me. So, I'm pretty sure we will be raptured at the completion of this. So, can you, you know, bravely say... That, you know, this rapture is dependent on what's happening here? Absolutely not. 
It's not depending on me. But even if it were, what you need to know is that God is not a liar. He only tells the truth. And it's not that it's dependent on me, but dependent on him. And if it's dependent on him, we will never lose. What is happening in that Bible, what is said to happen in that Bible will always happen. Well, how was it dependent on him if upon the completion of this assignment of you winning, you know, we will be raptured? Well, it's dependent on him because he's already spoken over this battle. And that means that if this was, you know, ever going to not happen, that would mean that God would be a liar or God would not be who he is. And he's never broken a promise. He always tells the truth and he always wins. And no one can beat him, which is why it's still dependent on God and his word and his truth. His truth is the truth. So we can count on and depend on that. So I don't want to go as far as to say that, you know, I am the rapture or that if, you know, that, you know, the Lord has, you know, put it all on one person, me. But um, I will say that, you know, it is it encourages me. It encourages me because I know that God's word is the truth. And I already know that this prophecy will be fulfilled exactly how he said it would. But it, it encourages me because this is in the Bible that this will come to pass. This is revelations and, you know, God's truth, his word is you know everything he always wins it just encourages me to know that you know he's already spoken over my life this battle is already won in and through him and you know just as sure as that word in that bible is the truth so is this prophecy concerning my life it won't go any other way and that's why it's extremely encouraging so anything else that is happening right now concerning these things of course is just a test of my strength it's a test of my strength they just want to test where they have me they want to they want to convince themselves that they ever had a chance to pull me out of the father's hands which the bible says no one can pull us out of the father's hands they will never pull me away from god that is just a fact but um of course you know maybe we are approaching that time period where i begin to lose you know because i know that i have been winning as long as I believe that I will win, I'm winning. But as soon as I actually start to believe that I will lose and that I actually can die, I will start to lose and actually almost die. So I, I um, assume that what will actually get me up to get up and kill this, which is I will remember I cannot lose. I will get up and I will kill this, which as soon as I remember that. So, um... I don't know what portion or part we're at right now, but as I've said, the Lord said, I'm winning. I've, I've been winning the entire battle, except once I start to believe that I will lose. Once I start to believe that his word won't come to pass exactly how he said it will. Once I start to believe that this prophecy won't be fulfilled as it has already sp been spoken. And I am nowhere near that. I don't believe it. I don't believe that, you know, I will. But, you know, they have been setting so many different things up in this time period that I have been down. And ever since I got here, all I could hear was this is a fulfillment of the prophecy. It's a fulfillment of the prophecy. And not only that, they have been speaking of NBA Youngboy's death. They even said something concerning um, how he would have died trying to save me. And they said that I, I, I had this experience where, you know, he started to tap on me to wake me up. And, you know, what I sensed was they were trying to change his destiny and mine.
And so I almost woke up and I heard them say, don't wake her up yet. Don't wake her up yet. Because they weren't ready to die. It's going down. They are, they are afraid. They are afraid because they know that this is about to go down. And what that means is that NBA young boys' destiny cannot be changed concerning this. My destiny cannot be changed. And as soon as they try and change it, I'm going to rise up and I'm going to kill them. So they are preparing for that right now. And, you know, obviously this is a process of it. So, you know, it's, it might get really, really rough. You know, when I first got here, I sensed it and I said, you know, actually, this is an exact fulfillment of the prophecy. And what this is showing me is that things are about to have to get really, really, really bad. Like, way bad. They're going to get way worse, you know, before I actually rise up and complete this, you know, fulfill this prophecy. So that's what's happening right now. Things are getting way, way, they're going down here, downhill. They're nowhere near with how bad they will be because I'm going to almost die. So I'm just starting to lose, I guess, possibly. It's just the beginning of it, possibly. So things are going to get really bad, but the fulfillment of the prophecies, I'll rise up, I will kill this thing in which in free millions. So that's what we have to look forward to. You know, of course, we have to go through this, and it will be tough, and I can sense my people are being strained. I can sense what, you know, the pressure that's happening, but... Well, you know, it's happening. It's happening. You know, it could. I was told, you know, in 2020 that this will happen when I'm 29 years old. So, you know, maybe it will be for the next two or three years that they start to fraction out these words and try to and convince me that I will lose. And maybe that is um, the manifestation of that, you know, me trying to move on my life and believing that this is not something I have to do. And so ultimately what it will come down to is. It'll just look like, you know, I've lost or something or I'm dying. It'll look like I'm spiritually dead, possibly, because maybe not physically I will look dead or I will look like I'm dying physically. You know, maybe that is almost too obvious for them. They have to be sneaky. They're deceptive, you know, so they're going to deceive me into believing that, you know, I actually have a life here outside of the Lord's prophecy. And that may be how it manifests. Who knows how they will really try and do it. But what I also do know is that, as I've said, right before I die and believe that, you know, I've lost and that the Lord's truth maybe isn't, you know, the truth. Right when I start to believe that is when I will be, you know, I will rise up and kill this demon witch. So it's interesting to see how that will come to pass. But of course, it will be difficult, as the Lord has said. So it's not that I'm so, you know, eager but of course i'm excited for the fulfillment of this prophecy i'm excited for the freeing of these millions who have been in captivity for way too long under this harsh wicked rule for way too long when the lord says let my people go he means to let my people go and that is something i've also been hearing throughout the course of these weeks you know these hard-hearted individuals um satan has hardened the heart of pharaoh so that he can show his excuse me not satan i said satan see they're trying to use me. Our father had hardened the heart of, you know, Satan, God. He hardened the heart of Pharaoh, excuse me, in order to show his power. And he's hardening the heart of this demon, which he's hardened the heart of the angel of death. He's hardened the heart of these different individuals that are saying, I'm going to do what I want to do. Or as soon as, you know, they agree to let the people go as soon as they agree to let it go as soon as they agree to give up on this fight as soon as they agree to give the lord his people so that we may worship him in peace 
you know, and offer, you know, sacrifices to the Lord. He takes it back and he snatches us back after all the plagues. And these plagues are just going to keep on coming. They're going to keep coming. These plagues are going to keep coming. Locusts, frogs, fleas, um, water into blood, you know, leprosy, skin boils, the, you know, death of your firstborn child. These plagues are going to keep coming. This is not a game. So concerning that prophecy of Mac Praise where he feels that a Louisiana rapper will have been killed in, a, in public in his own hometown, you know, I feel that that won't, if it is in the young boy, I feel that it's possibility that that won't happen until, of course, you know, um, I I want to be I want to be faithful and I want to be confident and I want to be hopeful and say that that won't happen until it is uh, for certain that he's going to heaven. If it is ever going to happen, which I'm not even confident that that is true. But, you know, concerning these different things and finding out that as soon as I get over here and the prophecy is being fulfilled, I'm finding out that his baby mother, Jania, is having a lot of ties with these different individuals that have been planning this from, you know, a while. And her goal is to keep him out of heaven. And then different things concerning that as well, where, you know, um, they're saying that the one who, because Mac prays in his vision, he had said that, you know, somebody dropped a location on him that was close to him. The Louisiana, the Louisiana rapper that will be killed in his hometown. Someone had dropped a location on him that was close to him. The only person I could think of is her. You know, she's working with these different individuals. She's working with death, you know, and I feel that, you know, in the, as you can see in the process, he has been beefing with Little Dirk. And see, Little Dirk is, you know, oftentimes with death and he you know mac praise also had the vision that he killed king von king von said he killed him and then not only that also concerning the fact that you know he saw him with death and he was saying i kill people with a like crazy look in his eye or something like that concerning those things and it does feel as if they're beefing there's been talk about his death and you know i feel like you know When I try to look into the situation, which is not very much because I don't want to, you know, put so much on a word that was given to him and not me. The Lord showed him that he didn't show me that he didn't tell me anything concerning NBA Youngboy's death, period. Actually, I mean, I kept hearing he's going to die. He's going to die. He's going to die. But it was just never clear. But concerning that, when I look into that, though, who I feel like I saw coming around the car to shoot NBA Youngboy was Little Dirk. But I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Um, I was actually told he would die in this process. And, you know, I was told Lil Durk would die in the process of this. And why do I feel like he would? I, I don't feel like he's going to die actually in a physical state. He's going to die spiritually. Like Satan, you know, death is possibly going to take his entire, you know, his self in God, this the the him that the that the Lord created, death is gonna take him. He's gonna allow that demon to overtake his entire self and it will be no more of him left. So I have been fighting for him as well, you know, to keep, you know, what's left of him alive as well as his mother. But it doesn't seem as if it's working and that's you know, the Lord is telling me not to you know, to kinda of keep my hands off of that because that's really not, you know, the focal point here and you don't want to get too far off track. Maybe I will still have, 
you know, try to do something concerning that because it feels like the more I speak of things, the more that they want these things to happen. But I don't know. I will follow and abide by the Lord's directions. But as I said, whatever happens, happens for a reason. And this prophecy will be fulfilled how the Lord has stated that it will. So anyone coming against me, they are sealing their own fate. That is what that is. You are coming against the Lord and you will not win. I've suffered so much. I've been tortured and tormented for almost three years at this point. I'm going through so much and so are so many other people. And so I have to take that into consideration. It's not just about me. Millions of people have been suffering for who knows how long. This could actually be so much worse, but the Lord is showing mercy and grace. So I have to be grateful for what he's using me for and how he's using me. And I have to be strong and I have to get up, I have to rise up and I have to fulfill this prophecy because he sees fit, which is why he has chosen me as a vessel. He sees fit. He sees me as fit. He sees me as worthy. He's, he knows that he's placed enough power in me to complete this. And he's spoken victory over my life. I have everything to be thankful for, regardless of what I've had to go through in this process. And I know that I will have had to go through who knows how much more before the completion of it. But I feel that we are fast approaching that completion. You know, they're trying to buy more time. They know what's about to happen. I heard them cry a couple weeks ago and say, oh, no, she's going to kill us. She's going to win. So, um, they know their fate, you know, though they are, you know, actively every single day, every minute, every second of every day, they're actively trying to change and, you know, um, prevent that fate that is their fate. So what are they doing in the process? I guess possibly just trying to tear up as much as they possibly can before they go at some sort of last act of hate for everybody, you know, because it, as if they haven't been wicked enough throughout this process that they have reigned over the Lord's people with a heavy, harsh hand. It's, it makes no sense for them to be so wicked and want to torture the Lord's people in this way. But as I've said, the Lord has spoken and he has, you know, judged them for what they've done and they they're judged that's just what it is it's not going to change um hopefully we're raptured soon after you know when he says he's going to free these millions of people i assume these millions of people are going to be raptured so you will have taken no one with you you're going to the bottomless pit on your own and you know it's a good thing that he is using YB because he, you know, possibly sees him as, you know, he could he can maybe be saved in the process. He can maybe be raptured. And, you know, it's it's amazing when you see the Lord, you know, calling his people out in the last days to expose who they truly are deep inside, despite what the world may see them as. So, um that's concerning me as well. So many people may have underestimated me or saw me differently, but now they know me and see me in an entirely different light because the Lord has brought these things into light. No one around me truly paid attention when I told them I'm a demon hunter, but now they're paying attention. So these things are coming to pass. These things are happening as the Lord has said they will. And we are living in a very interesting time. You know, I've already experienced and, you know, a situation with a billionaire who said that he was killing black girls in order to extend his lifetime so that he could see the last days. And he's seen them and he's in a place where he deserves to be for doing that. That being said, um, 
We are living in the last days. We are living in the end times. This prophecy will be fulfilled. And I know that there's so much pressure on me. You have to get up. You got to fight. You got to do this. You got to stop giving in. But you have to understand everything happens the way the Lord intends. He is in control. Yes, it is up to me for me to get up and do this. But you have to trust the Lord has me. He has the situation. He's spoken over it. Do not let the enemy deceive you into believing that, you know, these things will ever go a different way. Concerning that as well, though. I also must admit, he said, maybe I will be raptured. So the maybe may be concerning the completion of this assignment. But the Lord said, I will do it. So I guess that maybe was turned into a yes when I was judged on judgment day when he said upon completion. But of course, I will complete because he's spoken over the situation. But of course, that will be after hard work and difficulty is going to be very hard. You know, sometimes I wince at the thought of how much more difficult it's going to be by the time this is all over. But what I need to do is have confidence in God and confidence in the confidence that he has in me. He chose me for this, you know. He never makes mistakes. And, you know, if he believes that I can do it, then I can. He would not have chosen someone who would have let him down. And if, of course, he did, that was the plan all along. He is perfect in all that he does. So he always wins, and that's a fact. And I hate, you know, the idea that my family would have suffered in the process of this. You know, but I have to appreciate, you know, I have to appreciate all that the Lord is is doing through me. And through his people right now, because it's amazing to see how people are showing up for God. The people that are, they are showing up, they are strong, they are enduring, and they will be saved. And it's also amazing to see how the Lord is showing up for his people. Because these millions of people that have been tortured throughout this process, this demon which may have believed that she was taking us all down with her. Believing that she was, you know... You did all my dirty work. You're guilty of everything that you've done. You're going to the bottomless pit. You're going to hell because of what I made you do. And the Lord says, absolutely not. You're going by yourself. They're going to be free. You will not take them with you. Nice try. So, blessings, blessings. You know, he loves his people. And, you know, despite who doubts me, the Lord doesn't. 